Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwill. So good to have you along with me on this chapter day journey. It's Friday. Where did another week go? Well, our journey finds us in Psalm 78 today, and I spotlighted verses 2 and 3. It says, I will open my mouth with a parable. I will utter hidden things, things from of old, things we have heard and known, things our ancestors have taught us. Today's podcast is entitled Epic Wisdom. My grandparents' home in Lamar's, Iowa, was a humble little house. It was three bedrooms, three small bedrooms, one bath. I grew up spending weekends there every few months, and as I got older, I had opportunities to spend even more and more time there. It's hard to believe it now, but when I was only about, I don't know, nine, ten years old, my parents would buy me a bus ticket and put me all by myself on the Greyhound bus bound from Lamar's, where I would spend my spring break. I remember mom would always tell me, sit right behind the driver so he could keep an eye on me. Wow, how times have changed. The West Room at Grandpa and Grandma Vanderwell's house was mostly storage room, and it doubled as a guest bed whenever it was necessary. The small four-poster double bed, complete with feather mattress, was from their wedding set, actually, and it took up most of the room. And I remember one entire wall at the foot of the bed was covered floor to ceiling with shelves on which my grandparents stored the remnants of their lives. I spent hours in that bedroom as a kid, exploring all of the strange old things on those shelves, letting my imagination run free. I've always had a thing for history. I don't know why. It presented itself in me when I was very young. I was fascinated by the old stuff that had to be explained to me. Hey, Grandpa, what's this? What does this thing do? Well, as I grew, my curiosity led me to explore family history. What was fascinating was what meager little scraps of information were spoken in my family, really on both sides, my mom's and my dad's. I've come to believe that there are multiple reasons for this. My grandparents grew up in a time when families tended to bury the family stories that they found shameful. Every family is messy, but my grandparents' generation was particularly closed when it came to talking about such things. They were also the Depression generation, and genealogy and family history I have found are luxuries that people could ill afford when they were so desperately trying to survive day to day and raise a family. Much of what I eventually learned about both my maternal and paternal families came late in my grandparents' lives or even after their deaths. Today's chapter, Psalm 78, is an epic song in the traditional sense of the word. Now, if you've been reading the Psalms on this chapter day journey with me, you know that they're typically quick reads. Much like most of today's popular music, three verses in a bridge is typically all you get. It doesn't take too long to read one. But then every once in a while, a song stands out because it is epic. Psalm 78 is a musical epic that was written to teach children and grandchildren and descendant generations the story of the Hebrew people. Reading was still very rare in the days when Asaph wrote the song. And most of what people learned about their history was through oral history, stories told by family elders around the fire at night, or songs like today's chapter that were sung during seasonal festivals. Psalm 78 mostly recounts the story of the Hebrew people's 
exodus out of slavery in Egypt, the 40 years of wandering in the wilderness, and the covenant relationship between God and the Hebrew people. Asaph, one of David's temple choir directors, ends the song slash poem alluding to the civil war between the Hebrew tribes, the fall of the northern tribes to the Assyrians, and God's blessing of David and the southern kingdom of Judah. In the quiet this morning, I find myself contemplating my love of history on both a large scale as well as the more intimate history of both my families. I have come to realize that most people don't care for such things. But it's through the warts and all history of both family and humanity that wisdom has taught me so much. The shame of my grandparents' generation led them to keep the past hidden, like the little remnants of their lives stuffed on the guest room shelves. I observed that the shame of the emerging generations are leading to the tearing down of history. I watch history being burned and buried. I imagine both of these extreme approaches to the past have existed through the great story. They wax and wane with the times. Nevertheless, my soul aches in both cases. Asaph states quite clearly in Psalm 78 that he wants future generations to learn from the Hebrew past. As I read through the chapter, I read through the song, I find that he wrote the epic complete with recollections of both glories and tragedies failures and successes, victories and defeats. I have met wisdom in every one of those stories. She is present in every instance. Through each, she helps me see my current stretch of life's road with more clarity and perspective. I pray that I pass a little of that wisdom along, one blog post at a time. I hope you join me for Wayfair Weekend Podcast, part two of the podcast with Lane Corver this weekend. And we'll be back on this chapter of the journey next Monday. Have a great weekend, my friend. Mm-hmm.